You're listening to Plugged In with myself, Neil Malloy. I am very excited for our next guest on the show this evening. Uh, they've been around for quite some time and they're always evolving, making sure that people notice them. We're talking about, of course, the brilliant ham sandwich. Joining us online is Neve Farrell. Good evening, Neve. Good evening, Neil. Thanks for having me on. To say that you've been busy for the last weekend or the last few days, yeah. let's try the last six months. Ham sandwich. Everybody's talking about you at the moment. Yeah, we've been we've been flat out now. We uh, we released our album on Friday on the thirtieth of September, and we just had an absolutely crazy busy weekend. But it was fabulous. Do you know what I mean? It's just it's so nice to be back and to have new music for people to listen to. And yeah, it's an it's it's the last album we released was seven years ago. So that's a long wow. that's a long old time since we've released new music. You know, so it was a uh, very nerve wracking. You know, but uh, when we as soon as we brought it out and we started getting some feedback from from people, you know, it was just kind of we, we we were happy, and then the good feedback just kept on going. So we're absolutely delighted with how it's all going. You know, are you under pressure? What are you thinking, Neve, when you go into studio? Because obviously, when you think of great bands like yourself and how important live gigs are, but also you have to mm. try and make a living. And when you go in to record mm. an album like that. Is it at the back of your head, some of these tracks, are they going to play them on the radio? Are they going to be better for a live crowd? Or are we going to stick to what we love doing best and that's making great music? I think the third one there for sure. Like, I mean, we kind of, with this album, we kind of shook off the shackles a little bit and we want to just make an album that we loved. Like for with the other albums, yeah, sure, maybe we did think in terms of like, you know, will these songs be played on the radio, as you say. But now I think, I mean, we've just been, we've been in, in the business a long time. And I think we just wanted to have fun with this album. And we wanted to make an album that we all enjoyed and that we, you know, we would listen to, you know. And it's, the, and it's actually the only Ham Sandwich album that I would willi- like, I would absolutely willingly like sit down and listen to, you know. And maybe that comes with kind of age and kind of a, uh, kind of not being as critical of myself as I might have been in the past, you know, but um, we absolutely just had loads of fun and we went into the studio. You know, it was tough. Writing it was, you know, took a while because of, you know, circumstance and the lockdowns. We couldn't meet up and we had to change our whole way of writing. You know, we had to write separately and then send to one another and things like that. So it really changed how we wrote the songs. But it meant then when we got to the studio, we actually had 12 fully formed demos that we could work with. Whereas previous albums, we would actually be writing songs in the studio, you know? So, so we had like, there was less pressure once we got to the studio. So we just, we had an amazing time. We had a drummer, Paul Kenny, who actually drums with Columbia Mills as well. And uh, we had a new producer, Michael Hefferin. And yeah, we just, we just had an absolute ball. And, I, and I, I've been told by a few people, and I hope this is the case, that it actually does come across on the album that we just kind of, we just let loose and we just had fun. And there's, there's, I think there's a lot of different kinds of tracks on the album that people can kind of gr- grab onto, you know? Like it's a real mixed, <laughs> it's a real mixed bag of stuff. You know what I mean? But we just loved it. We just loved it. You know, I'd, I'd do it all again <laughs> in heartbeat. It was just so much fun, you know? So what's the routine then, Neve? So you go into the studio, do, do you have like a cup of coffee? I'm just picturing my head 
an A4, mm. a very empty A4 with like your first day at school. And yeah. yeah. How, where does it, like, do you just all look around at each other and kind of go, all right. Like, I mean, you talk about, and I love All My Blood. I mean, that's such a good song. I, where do you even start? Well, basically what we would do is we, we would have went in the studio. So we would have had all of our demos. So we have, tw- we have 12 demos. So there's 10 songs on the album. So there's two, two songs actually didn't make it onto the album, you know. So we, we go in with those demos. And then first things first is um, we decide which songs we kind of work. You kind of work on the songs in bunches, you know, like in bunches of three or in bunches of four. And the drums are the first. So uh, and also, well, coffee before that. Then, <laughs> Yeah. So we went into um, Black Mountain Studios, which is an amazing studio up in Dundalk. Yeah, we just kind of we started off with the drums and you get like a really, really solid bass down with the drums and. Um, and then we moved on to a little bit of bass guitar and then we start putting like bits of guitars down. And then we move on to kind of the little fiddly bits and the vocals then as well. So the vocals were actually done in Michael's studio in Dublin. So we kind of, we, when you're in a studio, like a large studio, like Black Mountain, you get all the big stuff done. You know, you get your drums, you get your bass, you get your guitars because they have all these beautiful amps and microphones and everything. So you kind of get all that done and then the vocals, um, we got to them. Then we were a mixed studio. We used a tiny little studio underneath the coffee shop in Dublin, which was also amazing. More coffee, which <laughs> we needed lots of that. So uh, we we did the vocals down underneath. So it's yeah, it's kind of like it's a, it was a, it's a long out process. It really really enjoyable, really really enjoyable. Mick, we had Carol Odlum work with us on the last three albums as a producer, and we just wanted to kind of. Like I think it was because it had been so long since we've released music. We just want to kind of kind of freshen ourselves up a little bit, and we thought, right, we'll get try a new producer, and we were recommended um, Mick Heffernan, and he was just he was brilliant. He was brilliant. He really really pushed us. He really pushed us on, and he was real like he was a fast worker, and um, he made us work fast, which was great, you know. And uh, yeah, so that that's how it works, and then. And then we kind of got in, like, as you say, All My Blood, you liked. We, we had a guy, Alex, play trombone on the end of that. So all that kind of stuff was done and then at the very, very end, you know. So it's just like like building, you know, like building blocks. You're constantly putting things on top until you get to a point where you say, OK, I think that song is finished now, you know. Was it easier to do it this time? We talk about White Fox. Would you say that this time around it was an easier process? You talk about working with new people who pushed you, you harder. Yeah. Was there much of a difference? Yeah, there's a, there is a difference. Like, there's, a, you know, it was kind of like it was definitely, I don't know if I would say it was easier, but it was definitely a very different experience. Like Mick, you know, there's certain people work in different ways. Like Mick is obviously like he would just, he would go into this studio and he'd be in the zone and he'd be like, right, let's go get get this done and get this down. Whereas I think with Carl, it was very different because we had formed a, a very, very solid friendship with Carl over the years. So by the time it got to the third album, like we'd be sitting, we'd be having two hours of chats before <laughs> before we get into anything because we were all friends, you know, whereas with Mick, it was kind of, I'm here to do a job for you guys. So let's get this done. You know what I mean? But, it, but it, that didn't make it any less enjoyable. You know what I mean? It was, it kind of kept the, it kind of kept the train going and it really kept it moving along quite quickly. You know what I mean? Which was different for us, but was great nonetheless. Like, So music is always changing 
and show business is always changing. And we use the word business because it is a business and you have to make money. How important now, Neve, is marketing for a band like Ham Sandwich? Yeah, I mean, it, it is important. Like we, with this album, we've definitely kind of pushed a lot of stuff into like there's the new digital media ad boards and things like that. And we used to be, you know, you'd be on your paper billboards and stuff. So it's very, very different. We And we knew going into it that the advertising would be important and not even like advertising out on the street. Marketing yourself online is huge now. Whereas seven years ago when we released Stories from the Surface, you know, that wouldn't have been maybe as big of a thing kind of with your TikTok and your Spotify and stuff like that. So that's all. It's the landscape now is very different. And we were we were incredibly aware of this, you know, releasing this album, that a lot of this stuff was very new to us. So I think what we did was we just, we kind of embraced it, but in our own way, because we're, we're independent. We're not signed to a record label. And, you know, I've heard plenty of uh, um, stories, shall we say, about, you know, people having to constantly produce content for their label, you know, and it's just a constant more, 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 give me more, more, more. And we knew, you know, you know, you know, you have to be quite present online nowadays. So we just wanted to do these things in our own little ways. So we did like, um, I went around some record shops in Dublin and I picked out my favorite vinyl, um, which actually got a really, really great response from people because I think it was something that we did that was sincere and that was something that we enjoyed. You know, we I don't think we'd be the kind of band that we're going to start doing TikTok dances, but uh, but we kind of did our own marketing, really, and kind of our own ideas, really, because, uh, you know, there's nobody really telling us what to do. Like, we're independent. So we did um, a few listening parties as well, where we had people, fans of the band, come along and listen to the album before it was out, and we played a couple of tracks acoustically, and we had a little Q&A. So it was just different things you know you have to kind of think, really think outside the box and think about how to get yourself noticed without sort of shoving yourself in people's faces almost you know what I mean it's like there's a fi- there's a fine balance there we actually really enjoyed it you know it it, it, it is a bit intimidating to start out that um you know you're kind of thinking oh god like you know people are looking going you know you need to make these things viral and stuff but it's like as long as you have fun I think people will respond to you having fun and you being sincere about something, you know what I mean? It's like, it's a, it's a balance, like, but it's, it, but it's, it is enjoyable. I think you pretty much nailed that because I absolutely loved watching you going around to all the different record stores and <laughs> because, you know, you've heard your music over the years and, and then you just kind of want to see, and, and I'm, I'm sorry to say this, Neve, but this is the way that social media is gone, but you're kind of going, oh, look what Neve's wearing there now. Oh, look, she's wearing a pair of jeans and she's going mm. to the record shop. And there was a lovely sense of, God, I'm going on this journey with Ham Sandwich. And I saw you at one stage, um, I think you had one of the Radiohead albums up and you were showing it to the camera. And you're kind of going, isn't, yeah. isn't this great? Look, this is what she, I listen to Radiohead as well. And that I thought <laughs> this is, you know, because some, I, I'm not going to use the word tacky when it comes to social media sometimes, but it was very well thought out and it was a great idea that this is a journey mm-hmm. from the, from Hampstead, they were going, buying the records that they liked and kind of going, oh yeah, sure, I like those too. And it was very, very yeah. clever. And it looked like you had so much fun doing it. I loved it. Like I love, like I mean, music is my life. You know, it has been my life since I was little. You know, so it's, it's I'm, I'm passionate about every kind of music that I love. You know, so it was, 
it was really nice just to be able to go around and kind of show people like what I liked as well, you know, because I have a very eclectic music taste. Yeah, I think I you saw. Know, from, I think I saw the the soundtrack from Greece being shoved up there as well at one stage. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I love my musicals. I love my musicals. Yeah, yeah. Because I w- definitely would have grown up like in, uh, you know, kind of real mix mixed bag of music ra- around me. And uh, yeah, m- musicals to Radiohead. It's a big leap, but uh, I love it all. <laughs> We have noticed recently, Neve, that you know you look like um, you talk about electronic music, and there is lots of influences in the new album. And for lots of Irish artists, you know, you think of people like Dahi, it really, really sounds good, and it's been so well produced as well. I mean, Irish fans are really being spoiled for choice at the moment with some of the great Irish music that's out there. Oh, there's absolutely like I was only just talking to somebody about this the other day. How amazing the Irish music at the minute! Like, I mean, we've been next year. We will have been together twenty years, so we've seen we've seen plenty of times where the Irish music scene maybe wasn't as healthy as and stuff, and people were kind of going away and you know kind of traveling further afield to kind of try and get big before they come back to Ireland. But now I think people are really, really gravitating towards Irish music and not looking outside of Ireland for for anything because people are really copping on to the fact that we have an amazing music scene, you know. We are culturally, you know, an incredibly poetic and musical country, you know. So it, it, it makes sense that, you know, we, we have a, we have an amazing music scene. I, just, I love, um, I'm a big fan of Alva Reddy. I love Alva Reddy. I love her stuff, Sorka Richardson. You know, I love this Soda Blonde, Rochino, like all my, all my ladies. I love, like, the fact now as well that it's like, you know, there's a lot of female musicians out there doing their thing. Pillow Queen as well just played two sold out shows in Baker Street. Like, you know, it's just it's a really, really great time for Irish music. And it's lovely to see being in this for so long. It's lovely to see where it's at now. Do you know what I mean? You named so many great uh, female musicians and singers there. Mm. Another lady I came across recently is Sarah Crean. I don't know if you've heard of her. But just again, there's so, so much talent out there. Let's talk more about you so though, and, and Ham Sandwich. We're delighted that you're doing all these listening tours and that you've been travelling all over Ireland because sometimes over here in the West Coast we, find, we feel a little bit left out. Gigging obviously is hugely important because that's what you guys do. I mean, there's nothing better than getting up yeah. in front of a live audience and getting a feel. I was lucky enough to see you guys playing at Kaleidoscope. Oh, amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that it, was good fun. That was good fun. It was so much fun. I had my little five-year-old with me. And it was her first time to see proper, proper live performance. And uh, you pretty much rocked it on that evening. Thank you. I love that. I love that. There was there was loads of uh, there was loads of kids at that gig. I mean, it was a family festival. That's brilliant because it's like when we meet people after the shows, then it's always a kind of the, the the parents have been fans of ham sandwich for for a while, and now they're bringing their children to our shows you know it's really lovely I mean we were just in the Unitarian Church in Dublin on Saturday and there was a guy there that brought had a 16 year old daughter with him and he said she was one year old when he bought our very first album and now here he was bringing her along to our gig in the Unitarian so it's lovely when things like you know stuff like that happens we love that I don't think Neil Hannon was too impressed I think he might have had a bigger crowd (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know about that now. I don't know about that. <laughs> so listen, good news for Galway fans because I know that you're coming down to Monroe's. You're going to be playing on November 19th. Uh, there's a handful yeah. of tickets left and no doubt because uh, we're, we were, we're playing lots of your music at the moment and when, when, when people are listening now they're going to be definitely getting their hands on the tickets. How much preparation leave you know you see the likes we'll take Monroe's in Galway on November 19th so you'd obviously have your set list you know what you're going to play but like is there room are mm-hmm. you very set to time or do you say well, look I'm going to be doing this or I'm going to be doing that or, or how prepared or how much practice goes in before you do a gig well before a kind of a, a long kind of run of shows we would definitely have a couple of, of rehearsals of uh, sort of like you know we'd call them production rehearsals because you're essentially like rehearsing for a full gig, you know. So generally we have about an hour and a half and or an hour, 45 minutes at kind of a gig like this. So we'd have our set list prepared beforehand and rehearsed through. And, you know, sometimes we, I mean, we, we sometimes we do a thing where, you know, we're going to run one song into another and then we'll talk in here in between here but myself and Parge sometimes can't really shut up so <laughs> so we might have a chat in between every song which <laughs> might make that go on a bit longer you know but uh as soon as we get up there and you know all bets are off we're just having fun um you know so it's uh we can't wait for these gigs we're so excited for these gigs we're going to be playing a good few of the new songs off the album um which we still need to rehearse. <laughs> so, <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully they'll sound good. But um, yeah, no, we kind of need to just practice them once with the full band. And we're just buzz- like, I'm buzzing personally to get into rehearsal and, and, and do that, you know, and take the, take the new tracks out on the road. I absolutely can't wait. Well, the good news is, and I'm sure you're well aware of it at this stage, that you've got loads and loads of Galway fans who are very, very excited I only had my friend there about a month ago uh, saying, Neil, do, 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 you, do you, what's the story with the tickets for ham sandwich gigs? And I said, oh yeah, yeah it's definitely on. It's definitely going to be there 19th November. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be a great crowd. You're going to get a great reception when you get down here. Uh, vinyl, um, it's back. Is that good news for you guys? That's great news. Great news. I mean, we, when we um, when we kind of got, came to the end of this kind of album and you're kind of getting to the stage where you're deciding the track listing and how this cover is going to look and things like that. The primary thoughts that we had went into the vinyl and what that would look like and how the sides would flow, you know, because we look like we, I mean, we're old school. We think that it's important when an album comes out that you listen to the full album from start to finish. You know, I think, you know, it's you're presenting a body of work. You're not just presenting, you know, individual songs. And I think, in this day and age, it definitely is more about the individual song, especially on Spotify. I mean, you can dip in and out of things, which is great as well. But it's, you know, it's very different to like sitting down and listening to a full album. I like regularly, personally, I'll still do that. Like I'll stick on an album and I'll go back one, take the shuffle off and go from the beginning to the end because that's how it was intended to be listened to. So we definitely put a lot of thought into our vinyl it was very important to us to make that, make it really, really pop. And like the artwork on the front is by a Kells artist called Derek Smith. And I think he was, he was nervous because his artwork is in portrait and the vinyl is a square. So he just, uh, he didn't know quite know how it was going to work. But then we did the gate fold and the painting actually folds around the vinyl so that you can see the drips it's on incredible. the bottom of the painting on the back. You know, so it's kind of, and he was delighted with that then. It was just like, he thought that was wonderful and stuff. So 
Yeah, so the vinyl is very special to us, just in general, like the whole, you know, taking a vinyl out of a packet and placing the needle on and the ritual of a vinyl and the fact that you can see the artwork large and see that, you know, when you open it out, we have all the thank yous, we have all who played on the album, we have more artwork on the inside. It's just a lovely space to kind of show the full full thing that you've created. You know, people don't you don't get a sense of of a, of something when it's in in a tiny little square on Spotify that you can like barely see. You know, so it was important to us to have something like that to present to people, and like the response the vinyl is getting is incredible. So it's, it was well worth it. You know. You've described it very well there and it's something that some of our uh, newer generation have kind of lost out on but thankfully it's back in again. Mm. Like even the yeah. smell of vinyl um, when it's tucked in with all the, your other records and you might leave it there for a couple of yeah. months and you take it out. I usually have a fire on and <laughs> I'm not good to lie a nice bottle of red wine and it's almost like nice. a, a ritual that you're going to say yeah. right put the needle down sit back and as you said listen to the entire album Thankfully, there's no shuffle play when it comes to vinyl. When it comes, no. when it comes to vinyl, your vinyl would be awfully scratched. It was, but yeah, the artwork on the new vinyl is absolutely—it's absolutely incredible. You. you said you weren't really thinking about radio, but um, the little mm. bit of research that I've that I'm doing at the moment, no more than ourselves here at Go Away FM, a lot of the radio stations, national and local, are picking up on the new album, which is great. Yeah, which is fabulous. Yeah. And it's kind of, it's kind of, it's mad to us then because, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't really in the forefront of our mind kind of, you know, specifically writing songs for the radio, essentially, you know, it was kind of, let's just have fun with this and see, see where it takes us really. It's amazing to hear the tracks on the radio. Like I've heard like, um, Les Soleil gets a good lot of plays, which I love because it has like loads of our family members singing on it, which I think is lovely. They can get to hear themselves on the radio and stuff which is nice yeah so it's just it's mad like it's mad you know when you don't put any expectation into something like that and then it ends up happening anyway you know it's kind of it's kind of it's a nice thing now please tell me um because you're in the rock and roll business and we've been talking very very calmly and very sensibly Mm. um like two (laughs) grown-up adults Do you still have the crack at the gig? I mean, after the gigs, like, is there still some good old rock and roll story? Do you have a couple of pints? Do you, or is it all very business? Like, I know, because I'm looking at your schedule here, Neve, and mother of God, bless yeah. you, woman. Um, you're going to be <laughs> flat out for the next time. Do you get the chance to get, get the hair down and have a little bit of a party every now and again? Oh, yes. It's this ham sandwich we're talking about here. Like, <laughs> God. <laughs> Thank you, God. We're still, yeah, we're still, uh, we still, yeah, no, we still have fun. Like, we just, I mean, we have fun from when we get to the venue and we're doing our sound check. Um, you know, we kind of our extended uh, ham sandwich family with all our session musicians and stuff are all we all just have a great laugh together. And like we just laugh from the minute we begin and then we do the gig. And then, you know, it depends like we, if um, we if we have a busy weekend, like we just had there, like there won't be too, too much rock and roll, too, too much <laughs> whiskey drinking going on. But um but yeah, certainly when like we have gigs away and we're staying away, like we'll uh, stay over and, and have a bit of crack with the people that came to the gig afterwards. You know, we love we love going out and meeting people after the gig and hanging out and chatting and things like that. Like I'm 
I'm a real people person. Yeah, I love that. I love just hanging out with people and having the chats after the gig and having a few drinks and enjoying ourselves. You know, we do we do like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've not we've not gotten sensible in our old age at all. That's so. good. That's good to hear. How well? Obviously, you're going to say the right things, but I would imagine you can tell that you're a people's person. You must love Galway then, because we love when people like yourselves come over. Because we always feel like that we're the capital of the West and we take things a little bit at a slower pace here. We love our music. We love our culture. Yeah. And uh, we love when bands like yourselves come over. Um, how much do you like Galway, Neve? I absolutely love Galway. I love Galway. We Like every time we went to Galway, we have just had an amazing time. Like we just have an amazing... The last Monroe's show we played was so much fun. It was probably my favorite Galway one we we had done so far. Um, it, it, like it was it was mad. It was the first kind of thing we had di- we had done in Galway where there wasn't one person sitting down. Everybody was up dancing, which was just like it was amazing to us because we had done gigs before where there might have been a couple of people sitting down and kind of just just sit just enjoying the gig, you know, from their seats. But this time was completely different. So it was like. There's a new energy there of the people that are coming to see us, you know, and I love that. So long may it continue. Yeah. No, we we love Galway. We love, we always, we've had, I had the stories I could tell you now. I can't tell you on the radio, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've had some great time in Galway. <laughs> so I can only imagine a couple of pints will be had on November 19th. Would I be right in saying that? Oh, absolutely. For sure there will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. We will. We'll have a good time. And I think we'll actually probably be staying over so we'll be hanging around to have the crack of people after the gig which should be a good laugh so no, oh, you're, you're definitely staying over because I'm looking at your schedule here. Uh, you're not due again, I think. Uh, well, you're not playing again in, until Cork on the 25th. So There we go. We're staying over. Yeah. You're, you're staying over. Um, I'll, tell Ga- I'll, I, I'll tell Gary to make sure that uh, the sleeping bags are ready in case we don't make it to the beds. Listen, Neve, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. It's great to see how much you've evolved, how much that you you can just tell that there's a passion there and how much you love music. Thank you for doing those videos if you're going around to the record stores. Very well thought out and I think that's something that people would love to see a little bit more of without getting too tacky going down the TikTokity or the other <laughs> or the other roads. Yeah, yeah. No TikTok dances from me, no. <laughs> Listen, Eve. Um, thank you so much. We we can't wait, and I mean this: the amount of people down in Galway who are so looking forward to that gig in Monroe's on November nineteenth. There's a handful of tickets left, and no doubt by the time people hear this, they're going to be snapped up very, very quickly. I will definitely see you down there, and uh, I'll be one of those Amazing. people that'll come up and ask for a selfie. I'm sorry, but I'm just going to do it. Is that all right? That's all right. As long as we get the good life. It's no problem. <laughs> <laughs> and we might even... I know my life. I know I've taken many selfies by now. I know my life. So that's, that's the most important thing. <laughs> and we might even manage to get a couple of scoops in as well. Uh, listen, we oh, have... Really? Uh, what are we going to play? Actually, I've got uh, Julian lined up, if that's all right. Amazing. Yeah. So listen, it's your song. It's your band. So I'm going to let you introduce mm-hmm. it, if that's all right. It's Need from Ham Sandwich. And you're listening to Julian.